0: Welcome to Pastors Confidential.
1: We're Michelle and Eric Waters.
0: Two pastors.
1: One podcast. So
0: here's what we're talking about today.
1: All right, we're on.
0: We are on. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am good. Good. So mm-hmm. are you recovering from your um, warning of preaching
1: my morning or warning? What did Your you say? Morning My of morning yes. of preaching. I am recovered. Yes. Good,
0: good. Well, it's great to have you up there. Oh, thank you. I loved it.
1: It was quite um, interesting. Yeah, it's very good. isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. good. It was great. I think at 930 and 11, we were more like our normal selves. Eight o'clock is a little bit of a warm up.
0: Yeah, it's it's kind of hard because you know you and I uh, by design you wanted to be to be more spontaneous, and so that was the first time we had gone through it was at eight o'clock. Yes, so,
1: much to your absolute horror. Yes, yes, I like to have everything <laughs> scripted,
0: but yes, you know, even that's, Pastor that's Muriel
1: was like we were talking about the microphones, and she was like, "Oh, when you work for Pastor Waters, everything has to be perfect."
0: It does. That's <laughs> all we you know. Just perfection is all we expect. That's all.
1: But anyways. Um, it's yes. So eight o'clock will also just, you know, it's eight o'clock in the morning, all the things. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. So by nine thirty and 11, we were much more kind of like we are on here back and forth a little bit. Yeah.
0: We were a little yeah. bit more settled into it yeah. and more relaxed, but still it was a well, lot of fun.
1: Actually what happened was that nine thirty and 11, we had our children there.
0: Yeah. That was eight funny. o'clock
1: was much easier. You know, I'm talking about nothing less than intimacy mm-hmm. and whatnot in marriage. So at eight o'clock, oh, that's fine. You know, no big deal. there's Sophie, you know, Matthew was in Sunday school, and she was fine, I kind of threw her under the bus a little bit, and she was, it was funny, and it was fine, but then 11, I got the 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 three big boys, Mm -hmm. and, you know, just looking like, oh, this is horrible, like, how can both of our parents be up there? And uh, so I just like refused to look at them. And yeah. I had to make a point of saying that I'm not looking over on that side. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> but you know what? It's good for them, though. Yes. They'll, they'll remember this. Oh. This will be something. Oh, I remember when mom and dad got up and embarrassed us. So it'll be well,
1: great. Well, okay. I don't know if that's actually how it's going to be remembered. Mm-hmm. But Okay. Yeah. Very good. No, well, it anyways, fun. it was fun. That was the wrap up of the Unshakeable yeah. series. So we yep. are done with that. Yeah. So
0: excuse me. So we're done with Unshakable, which I thought was a mm-hmm. very good series. Yeah, so it was liked uh, it. For us, it was really taking uh, not, not taking a risk, but doing a new thing. Mm-hmm. We never done anything like that before.
1: Yeah, preach on a book.
0: Preach on a book. Which, of course, we yeah. brought
1: in the Bible, but I mean, right. we were preaching on right. a book,
0: yeah. Yeah, you know, preaching on a book and then uh, equipping people with the book so that they could read it themselves yeah. and share it. and So I really thought it was quite a quite a good success, you yep. know, a good step I forward agree. for us to learn how to, uh, how to evangelize, how to reach out to people, mm-hmm. how to build them up. Uh, and then this coming um, Sunday is Palm Sunday, so we start with Holy Week. And really, for, for now, and then probably until the start of the school year, it's just going to be the lectionary. That mm-hmm. is the the lessons that are assigned by the, the church, the greater mm-hmm. church. Uh, and so, um, you know, we'll, we'll go through the lectionary lessons um, probably until the start of school, at which point, I don't know what we'll do then. But
1: yeah, well, you'll come up with I it.
0: got the summer to figure it out.
1: Yeah. Well, this summer is going to be quite, a, that's probably good for you because we're going to have quite a summer. You know, we've got two yeah. graduations. We got two kids moving to new locales. Yeah. One in, in the middle of July for West Point. So if he's going to move to Denver in August. So it's just going to be craziness. All over the place. Yeah. Right. So it'll be very busy. And yeah.
0: then, uh, yeah. So, but it was good. It was great to have you up there, love. Oh, thank I loved you. it. Yeah, yes. I had to do everything I could to not just give you full on cheesiness.
1: I know. I know. Oh, my gosh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, I was
1: very scared about that, but you did pretty well.
0: I think I did very well. You did I can, okay. Yeah, you did pretty well. Yeah.
1: Okay. Anyways, so we had that. You had let's just quick. You had a quick mm-hmm. men's retreat on oh, Saturday. We had a great men's Justin retreat. Justin put that yeah, on. Yeah, I
0: tell you, he did a, such a wonderful job. You know, this was an idea that Justin had himself mm-hmm. uh, back when our vicar. When uh, that's right, back when you all had the the women's retreat, he said, "Hey, when was the last time we had a men's retreat?" Mm-hmm. Said, you know, it's been about six or seven years. Said.
1: Well, not that long because the boys have been on one. You used to go right, up to but that, that ranch. That was like
0: 2017, which is already six years.
1: Well, no, we haven't. We've been yeah. here six and a half, well, and any, they went like once or twice. So, okay. Well, anyways, anyways my that's math is correct. All right.
0: So, anyways, uh, but the point is, so he he came up with this retreat uh, by himself. He okay. put it all together himself. He organized it, and it was really very well done. Very well done. Good. Uh, and, and good, strong participation, mm-hmm. especially for uh, for a first time event. And for men on a Saturday. On I the mean, the Saturday. you know, yeah. we,
1: it's a struggle even for like moms and women, but right. we, we tend to get a lot yeah, of people. Had, but I think we had but yeah, 35 men. So yeah, it, was,
0: it was a great, pretty good. great event. So I was really pleased with that. Really pleased with that.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. And then just briefly, we have the prayer vigil coming up on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. So if you already come to Crossways, um, you might as well just stay and pray a little bit in the, or as long as you want, in the sanctuary. It will go all the way till midnight.
0: Yeah. And that's, you know, I I do realize I... Uh, I, I didn't specify to people that they don't have to stay for the whole four hours. I wish I kind of said that. I
1: think people realize that. I, I, I mean, in the so. past, we've done slots of an hour. So, yeah, and so people realize that. Was that was my
0: working assumption is that people just knew, oh, yes. yeah, you only need to be there for half an hour or, or an hour or whatever. Okay. But I didn't specify that. So I, I, don't, want think, to I don't think
1: any Lutherans no. thought they were going to be there for four hours praying. Well, you never know. You might be. Yeah. And maybe I will be. I don't know. Mm. Well, no, I have to put people... Actually, I have old people at home now. Yeah. Anyways, okay, so let's move on. So we got the prayer vigil, and then one more announcement is the the April fourth. We've got that Jews for Jesus yes. speaker coming. Mm-hmm. Carol Joseph will be speaking on Christ in the Passover. So yeah. do come to that.
0: Yeah, that's that's fantastic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You and I saw that last year. Mm-hmm. It was just wonderful. So we're really excited that we have the opportunity to bring her to our church this year. Yep. Uh, it's going to be a great event and a great time too, because it's Holy Week. You know. Yeah. Uh, and so she'll speak on Tuesday uh, about the Last Supper and how the Last Supper uh, fulfills the Passover feast and uh, <clears throat> better explains what Jesus does. So for example, when, you know, <clears throat> and after supper Jesus took the cup, well, which cup was it that he took? Yeah. And why does it specify that it was after supper he mm-hmm. took the cup? And those are the kind of things that she'll talk about. Mm-hmm. So it's really just a, a tremendous thing. I hope people can come.
1: Yeah. It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I think that's about wraps up everything we've got going on.
0: Yeah, well, Sophie's home. Did you mention that?
1: Well, yeah, we said she was in okay. the in the pews. Yep, she's home for a week, which is really nice. And yeah. it's also very nice because we were watching like the UT game after dinner last night. And we just left the dishes down so we could watch the end of the game, the basketball game. And then I came down and the kitchen was actually clean. Mm-hmm. That does not happen with any of my male children, ever, no, no. when they're not asked.
0: No, it doesn't. I don't know
1: if they've ever just spontaneously cleaned the kitchen. I'm no. not sure. I could be wrong, but I. it's it's hard to yeah. figure that out. Well, but anyways, that's the joy of daughters yep, right it's there. It's good to have her back. Good, yes.
0: Good to have her home. Yep. Okay. So, and she's so, thrilled because she went from... I think she said she went from like 22 degrees in Minnesota to almost 90 degrees yesterday. Oh, here, yeah.
1: She would so. just stayed outside the entire day warming herself up after months yeah. of freezing up north. Yeah.
0: So she loved it.
1: Yep. All right. Good stuff. Okay. Sure. So what are we doing today in
0: Crossways? So today we're doing Isaiah. And oh. so Isaiah is a very long book. And so we're doing the first part of the book today. And then we'll come back to the second and third parts of the book later on in a couple weeks. Uh, now remember, Cro- Crossways is a chronological study of the Bible. And the prophets, uh, and the way the, the prophets are given in the Bible is not chronological. So right. they're, they're, they're presented in a different uh, scheme. Mm-hmm. And so even though Isaiah comes before Amos and Hosea in the... In the Bible, Barber. chronologically mm-hmm. they all kind of overlap Got each it. other, right?
1: It's very it, that that is very confusing. It is, it mm-hmm. is confusing. But how else could you do it? I mean, you couldn't separate them out, really. No, no, because
0: yeah. you, if you know, if you want to keep the integrity of each book, you have to have it stand on its own. Yeah, you know?
1: there is a actual. If anybody's interested, there is like a chronological mm-hmm. Bible you can read. If you're looking for different ways to read the Bible, right. there is a Bible that you can get that is. In the order of chronology,
0: right? And I've I've used that before, which is great. Yeah. No, the problem is, I mean, it's it's wonderful for the chronology because then you really understand what the prophets were were speaking out Mm -hmm. against at the time. But then you you end up jumping from like one prophet to the next to the narrative. Yeah, I mean, it might just confuse
1: you even more. But I'm saying if that's something Mm -hmm. that interests you.
0: So we're going to pick it up here with Isaiah and we're going to get Isaiah's calling. So remember, this is the time of Amos and Hosea Mm -hmm. uh, when God has called to his people and it's almost the last ditch effort for the the kingdom up north and they're not responding. So now God calls yet another prophet and that's the prophet Isaiah. So this is Isaiah chapter 6. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne high and lifted up and the train of his robe filled the temple. And So Isaiah comes into the temple in Jerusalem. And he has this vision. God opens his eyes to see a vision, and what he sees is that far from being contained in the temple in Jerusalem, the very hem of God's robe uh, fills the temple mm-hmm. in Jerusalem, and the rest of him fills heaven and earth. So oh, it's, okay. it's this vision of just how great and glorious God is. Okay. Above him stood the seraphim, and those are um, winged angels. Mm-hmm. Each had six wings. With two he covered his face. With two he covered his feet. With two he flew, and one called out to another and said, "Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts." the whole earth is full of his glory and the foundations of the thresholds shook at the voice of him who called and the house was filled with smoke mm. uh, and this is um, this is a key passage for us it's about 730 roughly bc okay and here we are 29 chapters 29 centuries later and we still refer to this passage every single yes, sunday as part of our liturgy Uh, And so, you know, when in in the communion liturgy, we sing, holy, 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 Lord God almighty. Mm -hmm. uh, We are hearkening back to this vision that Isaiah saw 700 years before Christ.
1: That's pretty awesome. Yeah.
0: And the idea there is that as we worship on earth, just like Isaiah, that, you know, our worship here on earth is connected to uh, the worship of God in heaven. Mm -hmm. uh, And that as the angels worship him, so we worship him too. Mm -hmm. So we sing the same words. So Isaiah has this vision of God uh, and the first thing he says verse 5 is woe is me mm. for I am lost I'm a man of unclean lips I live among a people of unclean lips my eyes have seen the king the lord of hosts and it often happens that when people encounter God uh, their first response is is fear yeah. because they uh, have been confronted with God's holiness they realize uh, their guilt and, and their sinfulness. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, so, for, for example, Peter, when he realized that Jesus was the Messiah, he fell down on his knees and said, Oh, Lord, depart from me. Mm-hmm. Go away from me, God.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and so that's what we have here. Okay. Then one of the seraphs flew to me, having in his hand a burning coal that he'd taken with tongs from the altar. He touched my mouth and said, Behold, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away. Your sin is atoned for. Uh, and so God himself takes away the sin from his his servant from his prophet isaiah uh, god himself um, acts to cover over his sin to take away his sin to take away his guilt and i heard the voice of the lord saying whom shall i send and who shall go for us and i said here am i send me so this is the calling of isaiah right? Mm-hmm. and then here's isaiah's commission go and say to this people keep on hearing but do not understand keep on seeing but do not perceive Make the heart of this people dull and their ears heavy and blind their eyes, lest they see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their hearts and turn and be healed.
1: Okay, this is one of those incredibly difficult passages mm-hmm. that is then used later many times in the New Testament mm-hmm. to make it even more confusing.
0: Yes. <laughs> and so the, the first, um, so here in Isaiah, kind of makes sense. So yeah. here in Isaiah, remember the, the context. That God has sent prophet after prophet. He's just sent Amos and Hosea both. The people will not listen. Right. Now he's sending a third prophet, and he's telling the prophet right off the bat, you're going to speak my word, and I'm telling you, people are not going to listen. Okay. So he's just telling them, you know, your job is not necessarily to convince people or to persuade people, but to be faithful to me, to speak my word, knowing full well that they're not going to listen to okay. me. Uh, and that's... that's uh <laughs> I mean, to me, that makes a lot of sense, right?
1: Well, yeah, but it kind of sounds like he doesn't want them, you know, otherwise they might see with their eyes, mm-hmm. hear with their ears, and understand with their hearts, and turn and be healed. Isn't healed. that the goal?
0: Yeah, the goal is to heal them, but they, they won't be healed. Yeah. Okay. And now Jesus will later refer to this yeah. uh, when in his parables. You know, Jesus is teaching the parable of the sower. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, the sower went out to sow. He sowed the seed on the ground, so mm-hmm. on and so forth. Um and then Jesus, he says, and this is the reason I teach them in parables, is that yeah. seeing they may not perceive, hearing they may not understand, lest they should. Right. Uh, and this people's heart has grown dull. And so Jesus says, you know, the reason I speak in parables is because they, don't, they won't listen to me, they won't understand me. Mm-hmm. But if I speak in parables, those who pursue the truth will discover it and be, and be saved and be changed. Okay. So it's a very famous passage, one that Jesus himself refers to multiple times. Yeah. Right? And but you can imagine and Paul too, I think. And Paul, yeah, Paul, yeah, I just yeah. read that today in my devotions. It's yeah. uh, Romans chapter nine. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, naturally, poor Isaiah. I mean, he's he just thought he, he just thought he was about to die because he right. saw God, mm-hmm. and now he hears this commission: "Hey, you know, go and speak to these people, knowing full well they're not going to listen." Right. So naturally, he says, verse eleven: um, "How long, Lord? Right. <laughs> you know, what do you want me to do?" And God says until cities lie waste without inhabitant and houses without people and the land is a desolate waste and the Lord removes people far away and the forsaken places are many in the midst of the land. And though a tenth should remain, it shall be burned again. Mm. And so God is saying that, you know, you're going to do this until my punishment is until my judgment sweeps over the land. Uh, The judgment of fire sweeps Mm -hmm. over the land. If a tenth remains, a second fire will come and burn it again. Mm. But then there's this hint. Um, but like an oak or terebinth whose stump remains, even when it is felled, there's a holy seed in its stump. So there's this ju- there's this hint that after God judges his people, when he cuts them down, when he burns the land, uh, that life will come back. Mm. So there's this hint that the, the judgment is not final. Okay. So that's Isaiah's calling, Isaiah chapter 6. I can
1: still kind of think about Professor Wilson at Yale oh, going he was through great. this passage. I love
0: that guy. He was awesome. Yeah, he
1: was. He was pretty awesome. He was a
0: character, man. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
0: and then so uh, Isaiah chapter 7, we kind of see a little bit how this works out. So okay. Isaiah 7, it's a time when the Assyrians have laid, or um, um, when the nation of Judah is fearing for its continued existence because uh, their neighbors are about to fight against them. And so God raises up the prophet Isaiah, uh, and God says to them, uh, and God says, you know, don't worry about it, uh, that uh, God will be with you, God will protect you. Mm-hmm. But the king uh, doesn't want to trust in God. You know, he'd rather trust in himself, and in his army, in, the, in his diplomacy, and the alliances he can make. Yeah. Uh, and so this is chapter 7, verse 10. And again, the Lord spoke to Ahaz through Isaiah, ask a sign of the Lord, right? So ask a sign, any sign you want. Let it be as deep as Sheol, as high as heaven. Ahaz said, no, I will not ask. I will not put the Lord to the test.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not because he has so pious, but because right. he's already made up his mind.
1: Right.
0: He says, hear then, O house of David. Is it is too little for you to weary men that you must weary my God also. Mm. Therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and you shall call his name Emmanuel. Mm -hmm. And so here's a very famous passage for us as Christians. Uh, You know, Matthew takes this and applies it to the birth of Jesus Christ, Uh uh, born of the Virgin Mary, uh, who is Emmanuel, God, with With us. us. Uh, In context, you know, 730 years before Christ, they, of course, didn't have that horizon. I mean, they, they had no idea just how far ahead this would be fulfilled. Right. In context, what it probably meant is that there would be a young woman because the word for virgin can mean either virgin as in she's mm. never had relations right. or virgin as in a, a, maiden, a maiden, a young woman. Mm-hmm. So behold, a, a, a young woman will conceive, bear a son, and you shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. Um, and by the time he's old enough to eat curds and honey, so by the time mm-hmm. he's no longer nursing, this problem will pass. right? And so that's the sign that is given to uh, to the people. And uh, they don't believe, right? So you know, even though God gives them a sign, uh, they don't believe. The Syrians come and, and kick the people around, but this child, Emmanuel, uh, this then becomes a theme. So God promises that He will send them a son uh, whose name is Emmanuel, God with us. And then a little bit later in Isaiah chapter nine, we come back to this idea of a promised son. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there will be no gloom for her who was in anguish in the former times. He brought into contempt the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. But in the latter times, he has made glorious the way of the sea, the land beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the nations. So that's the northern kingdom. And just as the northern kingdom in Isaiah's age, the Assyrians came in and destroyed it and you know, took all the people away. That's what happened in the former times. But in the latter times, the very place that was devastated, the place that was burned over, will be the sign of new life. Mm-hmm. Uh, verse 2, For the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light, Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness, on them a light has shined. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest. They are glad when you divide the spoil. Verse 6. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. The government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace there will be no end. (laughs) on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish and uphold it forever with justness and righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. And the zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this.
1: That was very hard for you to say, wasn't and it? Well, about I'll, I'll singing. sing it too, but oh, okay.
0: first I wanted to talk about it. I so, got it. <clears throat> so again, here's this promise of a child. Uh, that in the former times, um, you know, there's this devastation coming at the hand of the Assyrians, but in the latter times, uh, God will restore His nation. God will redeem His nation by sending them a son. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it says in six, you know, this is Handel's Messiah, right? Mm-hmm. For unto us a child is born, okay. and his name shall be called in Wonderful Counselor, <laughs> the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Yes, it's great I knew piece you couldn't.
1: Music. I knew you couldn't get by without right. doing that. Okay.
0: But the reason I bring it up is because, uh, you know, the, his name shall be called. Wonderful Counselor. Okay, you can see how a, a wise king could be called sure. Wonderful Counselor. Prince of Peace. Yeah, you can see that. Mm-hmm. But what about Mighty God? I mean, right. that, that's not a name appropriate for any human being, no. especially in a Jewish context, right? Mm-hmm. Mighty God. Everlasting yes. Father. Yes. Well, the only one who's everlasting is God. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, these, this is a name not appropriate for any, uh, any mere mortal. Right. And yet there's this hint that God is going to send this child who can be called the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, Mm. the Prince of Peace, who will establish a kingdom that lasts forever, uh, and that this will be accomplished by God himself. And then a little bit later in Isaiah chapter 11, again we return to this theme of a promised son, of a promised child. And this is Isaiah chapter 11, verse 1. That there shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse. So remember that image of how the fire of judgment sweeps through the land, burns down mm-hmm. all the trees, and then a second fire comes and burns the stumps for good measure. But there's going to be this shoot that comes forward. There shall come a shoot from the stump of Jesse, and that was David's uh, father. Yes. And a branch from his roots shall bear fruit, and the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. So he, this is the Messiah, because the Messiah means the one who is yeah. anointed. Mm-hmm. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom an understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and fear of the Lord, the spirit of joy in his mm-hmm. presence. Uh, that's the sevenfold gifts of the spirit. Uh, seven is a number of completion or fullness. This passage we use in baptisms and in confirmations to this day. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. It's amazing how much of Isaiah is um, in the liturgy.
0: It is. Yeah, and it comes, you know, our, our <clears throat> baptismal liturgy comes right straight from Isaiah.
1: Right. And then, yeah, the baptismal and then... You know, we get the Here I Am song. Also, that's not in the liturgy, but one of our hymns. Oh, it's a very famous song. Would you like to sing that one? No. In fact, I'm having trouble with my voice. I don't think I need to speak too much. But um, yeah, so a lot of this, we have a lot of Isaiah's right Mm -hmm. in the liturgy. Okay.
0: Uh, So picking it up with verse 3. And this child, the anointed one, Mm -hmm. he shall not judge by what his eyes see or decide by what his ears hear, but with righteousness he shall judge the poor. He shall decide with equity. He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, an image picked up in the apocalypse. With the breath of his lips, he shall kill the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt of his waist, faithfulness the belt of his loins. The wolf shall dwell Mm -hmm. with the lamb, and the leopard lie down with a young goat. The calf and the lion and the fattened calf together, and a little child shall lead them. Mm -hmm. The cow and the bear shall graze, their young shall lie down together, the lion shall eat straw, like the ox, the nursing child shall play over the hole of the cobra. The weaned child shall put his hand on the adder's den. They shall not hurt or destroy in all my holy mountain. For the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Mm. And it's this, this promise, this prophecy, that God will raise up a child from the house of David. A shoot from the stump of Jesse will mm-hmm. raise up a child from the house of David. And this child will not only bring in a kingdom of righteousness and justice but a kingdom that uh, of the return of paradise that as it was in the beginning you know before the fall before sin entered into the world when god made a perfect world of peace and harmony uh, where the wolf will live for the lamb and the leopard with a young goat and so mm-hmm. on and so forth that that world will be restored by this child once again mm-hmm. so that the earth is full of the knowledge of the lord Ooh. so it's a wonderful wonderful book it begins uh, it begins with this very difficult calling. Go and speak my word to these people, knowing full well they're not going to listen to you. Right. But Isaiah speaks in any way. And the word that he speaks is, uh, is of course, a word about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, but we know that only because 800 years later he comes.
1: Well, right. But I mean... Thank God we have those prophecies, right? Oh, absolutely!
0: Right? They're beautiful, right? Perhaps they're gorgeous. I mean, some of the most and then
1: to make it all make
0: sense. Some of the most uh, beautiful passages in Scripture, some of the most powerful and important passages of Scripture, you know, were given at this time, um, and to a people whom God knew would right. not listen.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So.
0: So there you go. There, that's, that's that was the first part preaching of it.
1: Okay, yep. the first part. So, in class on Wednesday. Oh, yes, let me so, what are they back. supposed to read and what are we discussing this so remember, week?
0: Remember, we're going through chronologically. Okay, <laughs> so uh, about the same time is the prophet Micah.
1: Mm. Oh, I like Micah. And so,
0: we're going to read Micah chapters two, three, four, and six.
1: Two, three, four, and six in Micah. Two, and in Micah is only like eight verse chapters, right? Yeah,
0: it's a shorter. Yeah. It's okay. one of the shorter prophets. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, we will do that on Wednesday and then we will go to the prayer vigil. Go to the prayer vigil. Okay. See you then. Yep.